I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey everybody, it's Oops the Podcast. Super pumped about today's episode. I'm Francis, your host. I've got Julio Gallarati, my dear friend. How are you, Julio? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good, good to, to see, see you. you. Yeah, good stuff. You're a good kid. Fantastic guest this week. We've got Monroe Martin. Unbelievable comedian. He's done The Tonight Show. He's done Last Comic Standing. He's got a very funny podcast. Uh, he'll be on in just a moment. Uh, but for now, we're psyched to be here. Psyched to have you guys with us. The podcast is growing. Going better than I thought. And uh, things are good. These are all good things. How are you doing, G? I'm doing good, man. You know, nice weekend. The weather here is turning lovely and fall-like, and I'm just enjoying my life. That's all well and good. But I have a question for you, because this is something that I was thinking about recently. Uh, cannibals. <laughs> cannibals get a really bad rap, right? Yeah, as potentially they should. Think about this. When, when you were a kid, when I was growing up, cannibals were like my number one fear. Really? That they were nobody ever mentioned terrorists. I was far more aware and terrified of cannibals. Well, this is also pre nine eleven. Yeah, but yeah, but I don't know. There were other terrorist acts. Yeah, I mean, you're the right. Unabomber, all that stuff. Right. I didn't know anything about Ted Kaczynski or the fear of like Timothy a, McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh. Any of that stuff. Okay. The the real fear was was being eaten by a person. Right. Right. They it, were seen yeah. as these crazed individuals. I learned about it in school too. It's like it's it's an accessible thing for children. Yeah, yeah. I remember reading about it in Homer, the Odyssey. There were cannibals. Anyway, all that is to say, I don't think cannibals are so bad, right? Now, Explain. I don't I don't plan to eat anybody, but if I had to. I, I have some people that I thought would be the best to eat. <laughs> who are these people? Like, you got to think about that. Like, who would, if you had to eat somebody, who would you want to eat? Preferably somebody who lived a healthy lifestyle. Sure. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a obvious starting point. Right. <laughs> I, I think for me, it's like, okay, I, I don't want, I don't like fatty steaks. So I, I, no, I don't mean to fat shame, but I'm not going to eat a fat person. Right. And then the question is, uh, I don't really want like a, a Kenyan marathon runner no, who's very yeah, sinewy. Too gamey. Yeah, g gamey. <laughs> <laughs> Where you have to cut through the steak and it right. shakes the whole table and right. everyone's like, dude, you're going to spill the wine. Because right. of course you'd have a glass of <laughs> wine with it. It's like eating pheasant. We're not, we're not monstrous. This is a <laughs> dignified candlelit meal. Um, and then, okay, so I want somebody... Who's got like a good body, uh, but who's also traveled a lot and who's out eaten a lot of like ethnic foods probably be to help season their meat. And I settled on Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> you want to eat Ashton Kutcher? I think he's the person I would eat if I had to eat somebody. Have you seen him without a shirt on? He, how does he look? He's, he's not ripped, Did he, he but he's not overweight. He's like a Tom Brady sort of build. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good reference. Dad bod, but still keeping it together. In shape dad bod. Okay. And lots of meat because he's tall. Right. So it would probably last you a while. You could salt some of it, store it, freeze it. 
Ashton Kutcher thigh. Yeah, I think I think if he's traveled a lot because he's got a ton of money, you know, he's an incredible yes. vest investor, big VC guy now. So right? he's probably eating a lot of different foods. That is the closest thing we have to a human free range, a free range human, right? Like you know, <laughs> chicken roam and they eat all the different grasses, right? And that's why they're an organic free range bird, and that's that's good. You want that? Mm. A free range human is somebody who's traveled to Sri Lanka and eaten the. And then has gone to <laughs> India and eaten, you know, chicken uh, tandoori or something. And that's what, that's what I would want. So Ashton Kutcher's your guy. Yeah, because you can't really name a woman because then it's scary and creepy and people get mad. If you said you wanted to eat a woman. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to name a famous woman. Nobody's going to get mad at me for saying I would eat if I had to. If I had to well, eat Well, it sounds somebody, like you'd like to. <laughs> it would be Ashton. <laughs> it sounds like, you know. You're prepping for this. Let's say, let's say this. Let's say you had a beef stew some, some one night. Someone served you beef stew. Mm -hmm. And then a week later, the chef told you that they had diced up chunks of Ashton Kutcher. And that's what you'd eaten. How long would it take you to get over it? Would you be mad? I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? He'd be like, bro, it's a prank. It's a prank. Oh, like, but what if it was for real? No, no. The prank was that he served me Ashton Kutcher. Oh. Oh, punked. They were punking it was Ash you. But it was actually Ashton Kutcher. So that's why he didn't show up with the cameras, because yeah, he was in the soup. He's not showing up anymore. Yeah. No more reboots of punked. I would be really... I would call the police. Would you? Yes. And I, but I wouldn't beat myself up over the fact that I ate human. I didn't know. Exactly. I would be able to get over it pretty quick. Same. <laughs> and not only that, but I think I'd be able to... I, I mean, there's a chance that that would open the door. To, to, to seeking it right hard to find you got your little taste human meat chris oh. is asking if it's a good idea for us to tell people that story if you had eaten human i would have the like urge to share i feel like dude i bet human tastes gross I bet, and i'd want to be like well <laughs> yeah it's actually quite yeah quite nice au contraire <laughs> <laughs> uh have you ever had it with parsley um <laughs> I, I had it once i didn't know yeah yeah <laughs> You probably went to the wrong place. You know, you blame it on the, the, the prep. Because we all know, I, I've thought a lot about if I were on an airplane and it plunged into the sea and there were only four survivors and we deployed the life raft slash slide and then we're adrift at sea for weeks and we ran out of supplies. And who would we choose to eat first? I mean, Ashton Kutcher. If he's on that life raft, I, I, that he'd be the person I'd want to eat. But it's tough. How do you? What's the groupthink mentality? How Here's do you go about choosing that. which person you eat on the life raft? You know that they really want to save Ashton Kutcher too, though, because they're fans. Because he's famous and rich, and like yeah. those kind of people, he's got good stories. They got people looking for them, so you could eat him, and then tell them that you that he just didn't make it. If you were really like, he looks like he tastes way better than this person. That's fair. All right, so let's remove Ashton from the, the equation. And <laughs> let's just say that you're on a life raft with three people, right? Let's say that one is a child, but a healthy child. <laughs> Not some meager skin and bones, you know, orphan. Uh, in addition, you've got a, a woman, middle-aged, relatively fit. And then you've got like a, a guy... A dude who also middle-aged, relatively fit. Okay. 
what what is the order that you eat them in and how do you go about convincing everyone else hey we're gonna we're gonna get this This sounds like one of those board games you play like the secret hitler that's a good one right this sounds like you have to be decide convince each other to eat one person right this could be a good game so so here's the way i would do it Right. I'm sorry that I didn't answer the question. No, I well, <laughs> I, I'm because think, I'm thinking out loud here. I think you you need to wait until someone falls asleep, and the the three other people, you're all fucking starving. I mean, you're almost withering away. You're you're hallucinating. You know you're going to die, and then someone falls asleep. Uh, the three of you could do some kind of sign language thing, like you know, forks and knives. <laughs> point at the guy and then put it in your mouth like let's cook them <laughs> um and i think you could get other people on board but how you know who who are you eating first and this is assuming that you have access to fire let's just say you do you have a little like dura flame yeah yeah you 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 can cook or a lighter you can heat up tea or okay. you know a forearm oh dude jesus um i think i would let someone else make that decision Come on, that's that's such a cop out. But dude, like I don't wanna I'd rather just all die. I mean, I guess you have to eat the guy to survive. Like what what's the story about those those uh the people who were on the island who all eat each other or something? The the sailors they were drifted sea. Right? Yeah, there was a there was an amazing uh it was a moral question. Should they have been prosecuted? Right. And they were all charged with murder, but people were like, well, this was the only way for them to survive. Right. And the utility of survival meant that the crime of murder should not count against them. Because if they hadn't done what they did, they all would have perished. We learned about that in you know, a class called Justice at Harvard. It was fascinating. <laughs> well, here's a, here's a good question. Yeah. Or a good solution, perhaps. If you happen to see everybody asleep, you could go suffocate one of the people and then when the other two woke up, you could act like he had died. I think that rocks the boat. I think people wake up, see you're the murderer, and then they all team up against you. And then you get eaten. I think you need to somehow convince everyone of what's what you need to do. I think early on in the process, you should also start dropping hints that like you're you have some chronic illness that can be transmitted by eating your skin i disagree because i think that if people see you as the weak link and as somebody who's going to die they'll kill you and eat you but you're what if you're saying it in a way that makes it clear that eating you could be potentially harmful for them or you say that you have some terminal illness and they know they probably can't get it but they're not sure well fair i don't know how many diseases i'm not familiar enough with diseases to, to name one that would convince people that my meat was spoiled Right. So for me, it's the other man. But aren't there two fit 40-year-old men? One's a woman. Oh, gotcha. It's the other man, and here's why. The kid's not going to need to eat as much. Right? They, 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 their portion size is smaller. You don't have to offer him as much food. Right. Same is true of the woman. And those two are the least likely to challenge you and try to eat you. You got to remove the other alpha male. So let's say you kill him and then you eat him all of you together. This is like standard nature shit too, yeah. by the way. And then you run out of that meat. You're fine for a couple weeks, months, whatever. 
and then you have to kill the next person. Who's the next person you kill? Mother or, or woman or child? I don't know. I mean, this is a crazy scenario to begin with. Like, chances of you surviving at sea for like two, three weeks, it's like not high. close to impossible. Did you ever read Life of Pi? I saw the movie. Oh. You judge me? <laughs> no. It was a great book. It was it was a really good book. The movie played on the twist at the end far more than the book did, which was that maybe they weren't animals the whole time, that they were possibly just other people from the ship. So woman or, or child, I, what do you think? You've thought about this. Um. All right. The really fucked up answer is you kill the child so that you can then have sex with the woman, procreate, and then eat those babies. So you can just start creating food for yourself. <laughs> That's the really fucked up answer. <laughs> But those are like nine month intervals, yeah. and that's 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 just a life at sea, dude. Yeah, but you can eat. I mean, you can eat the afterbirth. You can eat a lot uh, uh, from a ba- one pregnancy. That's a, <laughs> that's a lot of meals. That's like three Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, either way, let's cut it out there. I, I think I'm killing the kid next, and then uh, and then hanging out with the lady because you know she's she's useful. She can pull her own weight, help you fish. Gotta catch some turtles. You can have sex. Sex. It's nice. Pretty good. If I were to be caught at sea, I'd certainly hope that I were wearing my State and Liberty shirt. And I'm wearing it right now. This is the polo. Uh, I have a few of their dress shirts. Julio has a dress shirt from State and Liberty. I love it. These things are... It, it makes you think that all the dress shirts that you've ever owned in your life, you had it wrong. Like, why didn't anyone show you this before? And the answer is State and Liberty didn't exist yet. But thanks to the guys at State and Liberty, you can now wear dress shirts that are absolutely fantastically comfortable. They're form-fitting. They're stretchy, athletic. They're so comfortable, and they look really good. Yeah, they're great. Especially if you're in the middle of the ocean in a raft, you need to murder someone while still looking pretty good in your shirt. And somehow a tennis game breaks out on your life raft. Right. You will look incredible playing tennis raft survival ball in your state and liberty shirt these shirts are so nice we do a lot of ad reads on this show i'll tell you something this is a product i i firmly personally endorse guys get your state and liberty shirts right now at stateandliberty.com promo code oops o-o-p-s for 10 percent off trust us you won't regret it all right, folks, we are joined today by the fantastic Monroe Martin. You've, know, you've seen him on uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. You've seen him on Last Comic Standing. You may have seen or heard him on his podcast with Derek Gaines. Yeah. The name of that podcast is No Need for, no apologies. Need for apologies. I was going to say something about sorry. I, I, we, don't, we say sorry a lot. No yeah. more, though. Hell yeah. yeah. No need <laughs> for apologies. It's Monroe Martin. Monroe, thanks for coming in, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. We're psyched to have you. It. Good to see you, bro. You too, baby. It's been a minute. I, feel I like know. I would see you for years once a week. And now it's been a couple of months. I, I know, man. What happened? I don't know. Yeah, we yeah. working, moving, grooving. Yeah. We didn't fall off. The energy is still wow. the same. Dude, yeah. Always, bro. Have you ever been fired? Absolutely. And then I got hip where I just started quitting before I got fired. Nice. Because that's what you do. Like, you just fucking quit. And then you still, in Philly, I still would apply for unemployment. And they wouldn't fight it. So mm-hmm. I'm quitting. And then going, ah, oh, yeah, I got fired. They let me go. And then I fucking fired. 
Oh. I got fired. Let's see how many times we got time. Oh yeah, talk about, you want to hear all of them? Sure. I got fired from Play the, the zoo. The I zoo. Got, I used to work at Philadelphia Zoo. Um, <laughs> Tell us that story. What'd you do? <laughs> yeah, what was it? It's what I didn't do. I showed up. I used to show. They their rule was if you're on time, you're late. Well, I guess I'm late as fuck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Always late. Uh, I was the ticket scanner person and I was distracting because I would always like have conversations and talk and make jokes. So it would always be a fucking long ass line. And then the boss was like my age and you're not going to tell, you're not going to yell at me or tell, talk down to me for the same fucking age. So I would like talk back. And then he tried to like punish me by removing me from the front gate and putting me as a security guard by the hot air balloon, which is their main attraction at the Philadelphia Zoo. <laughs> I know you think it's the animals and shit, but it's actually the hot air balloon that only goes up four times a year. Oh, wow. And wow. I would just sit by there and go to sleep, fucking feet stretched out. And they were like, the camera was right here, and I thought I would be slick by like edging the camera like towards the, the shack and shit. You. <laughs> and they'd be like, they're calling me in the walkie. Monroe, are you, are you on your post? Yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm, I'm making my rounds now. And then he just poked his head out. <laughs> and he didn't see me live. He just looked at me. He was like, really? Really? So he fucking, he fired me from that. Yeah, fired from a sneaker store. Uh, well, I quit before they fired me because there was a flood and it destroyed most of the inventory. Oh. And our job was to go back and like get rid of the shoes that were destroyed in Markham. But we started finding out it was just the boxes. So we would fucking take the shoes, throw them in the trash bag, hide them off to the side, take the boxes, and be like, y'all, nah, 800 pairs of Tims were destroyed. And we would sell them. Yeah. We would be selling them on the side. Like people That's worth it. Yeah, it That's was so worth much worth it, yo. Yeah. I was making $900 a week. That's like your, I wish I knew salary. how to invest. I was making Hilarious. $900 a week for like four fucking months. We would just sell the Tims on the side, and then my coworker started taking shit from himself. This motherfucker... He went upstairs in the stock room. And at this point, my boss was already like, yo, something's off, man. Uh, like, they say that these are destroyed, but I think I'm seeing, like, oh, the dude put a little fucking, uh, he put a bag of boots in, like, uh, an exhaust thing that was broken. Oh. It never came on. He put it there so he can go around back and grab it. But my boss would go and he would, like, check because we lived, or not live, but we worked in, like, uh, K&A where all the meth addicts and shit live so he have to go back there to make sure they ain't trying to break in the store at night so he seen the bag and he looked at it he seen they weren't my size I wore size 13 at the time so he was like ah. he's talking to me like I know I know it's him and I'm like I don't fucking know man like I don't want to say that you I don't want to say it's him I'm not going to snitch then literally a week later this motherfucker is in the stock room and he's like thinking, he's like, I don't want to fire him because he didn't steal it. He didn't make it out of the store. But I just got to talk to him. This motherfucker comes downstairs. He got a pair of shoes tucked in his sweatpants. Oh, boy. He got one <laughs> sneaker on the left leg and the other sneaker on the right leg. And you can just see that shit poking out. He wore a bag of sweatpants. And he was like, really, dude? I was going to let you fucking slide for stealing the shit. So he he fired him. And he was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to do the inventory myself. And he started seeing a whole bunch of shit missing up. So then everybody started quitting one by one. Like, wow. yo, I'm out. I'm mm. out. I'm gone. I had that job. 
<laughs> I had another. I, I used to sneaker work with kids. Sneaker dates, man. That was my favorite fucking job. What? What? Uh, was I it can't a, say the business. Okay, but it yeah. wasn't like a sneaker consignment. It, was a it wasn't like a flight no. club. It was a they. It was a. It wasn't consignment, but it was getting as big as Foot Locker at the time. Mm. They had a bunch of them in the tri-state area in Philadelphia. So it was New Jersey, uh, Philly, and Delaware. Mm-hmm. And they had a bunch of them in that area. Um, and I did that. I got fired for working with kids because I like I, I would play with the kids more so than like teach them. Because I'm, I'm like, I don't know this shit. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on, yo. So like one kid, like he like we was playing and then he like fucking ran and he slipped and he hit his head. And I was just like, I'm out. You quit because the kid got injured? Yes, that's my fault. Oh, did you trip him? Mm, not, <laughs> not on purpose. Definitely not on purpose. It wasn't a purposeful thing. It was like you never play with kids and you're like, ah, yeah, get tough, get yeah. tough. And if you're running, you like stick your foot out and shit. Yeah. Never done that? Yes, absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. No, I. there is I've nothing. Came, yeah, I got so many jobs I got fired from. I got fired. When I first moved to New York, and me and Joel, we were uh, passing out flyers for Metro PCS, and we uh, like you just have to stand out there and pass out the flyers, and then you take a picture of it. You they usually put you in the team. You take a picture of each other working. You send that to the boss, and then you're good. We just took stock photos. We took a bunch of fucking photos, and we would show up and sit in the car, eat Chinese food, and watch the wire. And it's the same thing where the boss was like, hey, y'all, uh, y'all at the store? And we was like, yeah, we we around the corner. We making our way back right now. And then we like, all right, we think that he's on his way. So we jump out the car, we pack up, and as soon as we close the door, he's standing right behind us. And he's like, really? He was like, yeah. <laughs> fire from that, got fired for dog walking. I used to walk dogs back in 2014. Uh, I, had, I was walking this big-ass Rhodesian Ridgeback who took a huge shit on a hundred and a hundred and third East, a hundred and third. Yeah. East, a hundred and third. I went to pick it up, but before I picked it up, this lady's walking by with fucking flip flops on just steps in it and gets it all on her uh, foot. And my boss was right there. So she uh, let me go right there on the spot. It was your boss. Wasn't your Gary Beater. <laughs> no, I wish I fucking wish it was some, it was called Puptopia. Okay. Does Gary Veter have a joke about that? You know, Gary Veter owns a dog walking business. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. That's yeah. cool. And he employs um, a lot of people. Fired from that he job. He might have sold it. What another job that I get fucking fired? I quit Dave and Buster's because I cursed out my boss like something fierce. So I knew that I wasn't showing up the next day. Because Dave and Buster's, the thing that people don't know, even though it closes at two, you still got to, you can't leave until the whole facility is clean. So we weren't getting out of there until like four in the morning. And then at the time I was in school, I was going to like community college and it was pouring down raining. My ride had dipped out early and I was just like, I snapped and my boss was this little fucking, I think he was like Jewish kid. And I just went off doinking him in the head and all that shit. Like, you know, like fucking <laughs> in the head, like you fucking this and then as I'm walking out like what my homie's like yeah nigga, you know you can't come back <laughs> you can't like he's gonna fire you I got it so I quit that shit I'm trying to think what else I got I I quit working at Tower you know what Tower's parent is no it's like uh 
I don't even know what this word means, but it's a Tillinghast firm. So they deal with like mergers and litigations for other companies, gotcha. like uh, like um, what's it, Merrill or whatever it's called, Merrill, Merrill Lynch, Merrill Lynch, and all that shit. They deal with that, yeah. and I was just I was just the person that did data entry, and it was so easy that I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> It was so easy that I just would not do the fucking work. <laughs> I was there for like a year. And I, my job, I created this job for myself. Because that's what lazy people do. You create jobs that you know take forever to do. Uh -huh. So I was like, yeah, man, we need new labels on these boxes because they're outdated. And a lot of them don't scan. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. So I fucking took every single file off the uh, the thing and I printed out a label one by one and I would put it up. And it took me like six months, right? Just, <laughs> and they, they caught on. They were like, after like, they caught on and they were like, yo, man, like you, you're, you're basically stealing money. Like we know that you're in there just watching TV. I would like watch music videos on a computer. They can track all that shit. Mm -hmm. I would send emails trying to get booked in spots and shit. Oh, yeah. Damn. I'm trying to think. Well, this is funny, dude, because you're like a very reliable comedian. <laughs> so, oh. like, people listening are like, this guy's fucking oh, unhirable. Dude. No, I hated it. <laughs> that's how I knew, like, in stand up, I was going to go all the way because I did not like working for people. Yeah, I think I think that's the common yeah. refrain that you hear a right. lot among a lot of comedians is that everything else didn't work out. Yeah. I, I Every other job I've ever had, I have not been able to try. Uh, for an extended period of time. Right, yeah. right. I understand. Uh, Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. I, I was doing a little bit of background research on you. Okay. You, and, you and I have met a couple times yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting to, our circles are crossing a bit. Um, but you, uh, you know, you, you've, you've done some amazing stuff. Thank you. And I want to start sure. off by asking you about the tonight show. I love, I had fun because had fucking time. that is a go. dream of mine. Really? It really is. A it was dream mine too. Mine. Yeah. And a lot of people, when you tell them that, especially comedians in New York, they're so jaded. Yeah. You even ask comedians who have done it and they're like, it really won't do that much for your career. Fuck, like, ah. Fuck those. Anybody who says that shit doesn't have a plan. Yeah. That's all that everybody always go, man, it didn't do much. Yeah, because you didn't know how to keep the momentum going. Uh, Tonight's show did a lot for my career. It's the reason why I still can like go around headline. I still make a living off comedy because of the Tonight Show, because of the last comic standing. Like, I can keep moving. And it was a great experience. How long ago did you do it? I did it in 2000 and I got to remember the shit because I got the plaque in my office. 2015. Nice. Yeah, August 2015. August 13, 2015. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, go right now and check out his his set on YouTube. Uh, it's they fantastic. didn't even put it on YouTube. They didn't put it out. They didn't start because I reached out because I seen that everybody said on YouTube they got mine on their website. So oh, you have I to see. go to their website and it's kind of you got to search hard for it because Kevin Spacey was on my episode and is blocked out. That's probably oh why they fucking the Spacey is up here sucking little boy dicks and shit. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I gotta get it. I gotta pay for it. That's a tough break, dude. It is. <laughs> oh my I, god! I wanted it on YouTube because people are like, "Yo, that I want to see that set. I seen pieces of it." And then my agent reached out, and their response was, "Yeah, we had to black it out because uh, the Kevin Spacey thing, but we didn't get our YouTube contract until 2016. Oh wow! So anything backdating the 2015 is not going to be on. Wow! Damn, well, man. you did it. You did it. You still have it. I signed Questlove's drumsticks in this fucking book. He thought we related because we got the same hips. (laughs) 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 He was like, yo, let me ask you a question, man. Your dad, is your dad named this? I was like, no, my dad name is the same name as mine, just (laughs) with Junior at the end of it. And we took a picture. It was great. That's amazing. Um, I, I... I did read that you were, speaking of your dad, that yeah. you were brought up in foster care. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. I'm sure that everybody that has ever had you on their podcast has oh. asked you about this. And it's fine. I like talking about it. That's the power I have, right? Hell yeah. To talk about that shit. <laughs> I'm fascinated yeah. by this. Um, do you mind telling us a little bit about what it was like being raised in the system? How did that come to be? Oh, uh, that's... Uh, is the system... Is that the wrong way to say no, that? No, you can say system. It's just funny when people go, so what was it like? It was like, uh, it's my only experience, so I don't know. Like, right. I don't have yeah. anything to compare it to. Um, I went in at the age of, like, seven, I think. Probably a little earlier, because my mom, we had to go to, like, women and children's shelters and stuff. Because uh, she was always... She didn't have a stable place to live. My dad was in and out of jail. When he was out, he was abusive, I guess, because, you know, there was no gyms back then. No, fucking no, too soon. <laughs> like, hey, you gotta get that workout somewhere. Yeah. No, no rumble boxing. <laughs> rumble boxing would have loved your dad. A lot of models at that yeah. rumble boxing class. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I went in at seven. That was my first foster home. I lived with like this old ass woman named who was just. Oh, I can't. You gonna bleep out a name? Cause I don't know if I can say her name. Sure, okay, but there cool. are a lot of. I mean. I know, but they'll find they'll me eventually. They'll we'll be like, this little motherfucker, she ain't dead yet. She was 78 when I lived there. I'm pretty sure she's yeah. still kicking. Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty sure this lady was resilient. Wow. Like she, didn't kill. she was my height. She what? Was a, yeah. She you're was tall. Big, yeah. You're a tall drink of water. Tall, big thank girl. You, thank you. Big lady. Wow. Big lady. How tall are you? I'm 6'5". Was she 6'5"? Or she, she was at least like 6'3". Oh, my God. She was big. She had a grip. Like, you know, you're running around yeah. the house, she grabs you, you feel everything. She grabbed your shirt and some skin. Damn. Yeah. Damn, dude. Wow. Yeah. I lived with her for a little bit. And then uh, I was in, let's paraphrase, I was in foster care for 14 years. Uh, I was in 15 different places, including group homes, family members, and uh, different foster homes. Uh, I, been, I lived in D.C. I mean, close to D.C., Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Temple Hills, Maryland, uh, Brandywine, which is a part of Pennsylvania, Scranton, PA, North Philly, South Philly, West Philly, Germantown, all over Philly, parts of New Jersey. I'm well-rounded, man. Wow. Well-rounded in the struggle, baby. That's a nomadic lifestyle. Yeah, but it also, it got me comfortable with what comedy is. 
comedy, you spend a lot of time by yourself. I'm used to that. You know, a lot of the group homes are in. I got in trouble, so they throw you in a room like this. No windows. It's padded. So you're in there. And solitary. You spend, solitary. And you're in there for like hours. And they open the door, give you a little meal, and you back. So I'm used to that. I'm used to like being alone. Um, used to moving a lot. I think it made me a little bit tough because, you know, comedy is tough. This industry is tough. You get a lot of no's. But I ain't never got yes. So I'm used to that shit. Huh. Yeah. Dude, there's so many parallels to prison. Like, I can't help but think that. Just like No, even, it is. Like, the system. You're getting put away by yourself. Like, yeah. you know, getting toughened up and shit. It's like That's a why crazy When thing. I went to school, because I, I didn't start regular school, like public school, until... Like the end of middle school, high school. The whole time I went to group home schools, uh, which is different. They don't really teach you anything. They give you uh, some Uno cards and go, yeah, this is English. And then you just play Uno for two and a half hours. You watch movies. We were milking cows and shit. And then when I, yeah, like milking cows, selling chicken eggs. That did, I did not expect that. Group milk cows, Uno. milk goats. One of my places in Devereaux Brandywine. It's called Devereaux Brandywine. They're famous for having Sylvester Stallone there when he was younger. He grew up there. No way. So they had they had bison, and we would like take care of the bison. The motherfucker's big and strong and dangerous. Yeah. You got to set up fin- electrical fences for the bison and Damn. all that shit. I love the idea of a of a group home. You know, having a picture of Sly Stallone on the wall. Is it like <laughs> like a diner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it was like he went here. It was like, famous, uh, so that's so famous so residents include <laughs> Rocky. Uh, that's amazing. Well, I didn't know that he was in foster care either. Yep. Yeah, interesting. You're am- amazingly presentable and well adjusted and and happy from from I, what I, I have known. Yeah. Do you feel that you are? that way in spite of your childhood or was it not as bad what did you enjoy it i'm that way in spite of my childhood Mm -hmm. because uh i I made this decision early on like uh at the age of 16 i had the option to move back with my mom right my sister moved back with my mom both of my sisters moved back with my mom she got her stuff together a little bit she had got married and stuff like that but when I seen their dynamic, I was like, they still have this like victim mentality and I'm not. They like they would make her feel bad and she would make them feel bad and all that shit. So I always like I made a choice to go, well, you can be a victim of your environment or you can be a product. And no one gives a fuck about the victim. Mm-hmm. They always everybody wants to go, oh, man, you came from what? Like they pat you on your back, a victim. Let's go. All right, here's two dollars. Get the fuck out of here and they keep it moving. So I always wanted to be somebody who can like own my upbringing and my misfortune. Cause I always felt bad growing up. Like I didn't tell nobody I was in foster care. Uh, people would be like, yo, every time you come every month, you got a new aunt. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, how big is your family? You're like embarrassed. I was embarrassed. Yeah. And then as I got older, I was like, what the fuck I'm embarrassed for? I know people who live with their real family and they got it worse than me or right. just as bad. So mm-hmm. I was just like embraced it, wore it as a badge of honor and then kept it moving. You know, you mentioned the victim mentality, and uh, it sounds like your somewhat uh, adverse childhood circumstances have molded you into becoming a very positive person. Yeah. I grew up on the water in Maine, 
Damn. With yellow labs and canoes and a very nuclear family with loving parents. Yeah. In many ways, you might think that my idyllic circumstances actually hurt my chances of becoming a successful comedian. Yeah. I'm a victim because of how well I, my parents <laughs> raised me. <laughs> In you a know, way. I'm a victim of society. <laughs> no, you're not. I mean, they gave me everything. There was never an item on my Christmas list that was not under the tree. That's and for that, I am now, not, I don't have a Tonight Show credit. <laughs> that, now, I think that's like a lot of people think tragedy <laughs> does turn into art, but you can find other ways to be creative. Like, you don't got to have a fucking shitty childhood no. to be funny. It's a natural thing. It just so worked on. I mean, look, at Trump, look at Trump, bro. Yeah, yeah, look at him. Yeah, but you, you had a leg up on me. I, I mean, did. You How? Had, you you know, had all I the traded, legs up. I would have traded places. With I would have definitely. You know, I only had one aunt. Achiever. Yeah, people, people. I, you know, it were it was it was a little too easy. <laughs> this is really for funny. me. Poor Monroe, dude. Like he was being forced to do child labor that was disguised as chores. <laughs> like, yeah, go set up the bull, the fence for the bison. Yeah, Francis, like, I give anything to trade with. Yeah. Well, I, you know, not for nothing. I, I do hear a lot of parallels to my yeah. own life. I mean, you mentioned having to, to go milk cows at the foster yeah. home. I remember at my private school, <laughs> we went and visited an Amish community. And, and they, like, I hate this it was shit. like a field trip. Yeah. And, and I remember watching them milk cows. So I learned. You're like, oh, this is how you do it? So this is what I'm paying you for? Yeah, you and me, same. Same, Same thing. I get it. I get it. And that's all it takes, man. It's an experience. That's a really funny joke. <laughs> One thing I love is that like we can sit around and fuck around about this and it's yeah. great. And that is why one beautiful thing about comedy yeah. is like the army, all people of all backgrounds and different this and that, like all come together and are friends. Like I have the most mm -hmm. random fucking friends. And my friends who don't do comedy who are in some sort of similar environment are always like really envious of that. They're like, yeah. you know, so many people, I never know who you're going to show up with next. Yeah. You know what I mean, all ages, all it's amazing. I was talking to, to Chris Scopo about this recently, and it occurred to me that I couldn't name a career field that is more diverse than comedy. I am curious still <laughs> about uh, the, the foster care thing. Have you, you know, rec not let's not say reconciled, but are you still in touch with your parents to this? I still day? talk to my mom. I don't talk to my dad. I talk to my mom. It isn't the same though. Like I will say, the only thing that sucks is me and my mom don't have a mother son relationship. Mm -hmm. We have a good relationship, but a mother son relationship is somebody you can call on. You can call your mom and be like, "Yeah, mom, this is how it's going." Blah blah. She gives you some words of wisdom. Like I'm that for my mom. Mm -hmm. Like I am the. Yeah, you things will work out. Get yourself together. Get on your feet. I'm that for most of my family. Mm -hmm. So that and that's the relationship with my mom. We still talk. She like slides in my DM because she thinks every fucking Insta story is directed to her. I'm like, hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, baby, what you doing? I was like, get the <laughs> fuck right. out my DMs, yo. Get it. Yeah. That's how that's I used cute. to feel when I watched Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> I thought he was speaking to me. She's like, oh my god, I am having a beautiful day. Yeah, day. Yeah. I would actually speak out loud to the TV. You're like, like, what's up, crazy person? That documentary was really good, by the way. Yeah. Nah, he that he was the last nice person. He was like the last fucking right. Real... He was certainly the last adult who could interact with children without people being worried about it. With and no there scandal. was and there were some 
You, there was always something in the back of our minds, like, yo, does he got some bodies? Like, he'd be touching yeah, little right. kids. And it's like, nah, he didn't. He's like, fuck. He's just yeah. a great guy. A He's a great dude. guy. He weighed the same weight every single day for, like, his his entire life. Oh, because he threw up. He was a believer. Oh, really? Nah, I'm just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was rather than that. <laughs> no, he would go swimming, and afterward, he would he would weigh himself. Yeah. And he weighed the same exact weight every single day. Wow, Dude, that's that's, crazy. that's weird. Yeah. My weight fluctuates six pounds with every shit I take. So that's great that oh. you. Oh, sorry. Da- oh, could you ask me about my dad? Yeah, I was gonna I keep going. My dad, that. I don't fuck with him. I did. I you tried did for to, a bit, right? I did. I we were we were working towards something, and then it just it got weird. You know what I mean? He started telling me what I should do and shouldn't say on stage and all that shit, and I'm just like. Who the fuck are you? Like I said, I was like, all right, dude, you, I'm not talking to you no more. Mm. Like, you know, he was trying to get back with my mom, and my mom isn't the stable. She doesn't have like a stable life, and it's just like you're a predator. Mm. You're preying on her. Like, you, nobody wants y'all niggas to get back together. It wasn't like y'all made hits. You know what I mean? It's like yo, can't wait till <laughs> they tour again. The reunion tour is like, no, y'all was shitty together. Y'all didn't fucking work out. Uh, That's a great man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't make it, y'all. Y'all suck. Just let yeah. it go. Yeah. Is he is he in and out of being incarcerated still? No, or? he got his shit together, man. He uh he got a decent job. He was in school working on like some degree psychology. They they always do that shit. Mm-hmm. At least from like the, I don't know. You didn't grow up with like shit like that. But like every dude. I knew we got out of jail. They were like, yeah, man, I'm going to school and get my psychology degree. It's like, oh, word? Really? <laughs> That's what you're going to do? Yeah. Well, for you're contrast. Learn how to, yeah, yeah. It's like, no. What I will say is that uh, when I was at Harvard, uh-huh. and I was, uh, <laughs> all the dumb jocks majored in psychology. Yeah. It was the easy major. So it's I know exactly what you're talking about. major. Yeah, right. It's a, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about our brains. And it's like, no, you're not. You're trying to get ass. I yeah. know what you're doing, Dad. Yeah. You're trying to get some pussy. That's exactly he, right. He was dating somebody. My sister, she went to go visit him a bunch of times. She was like, oh, you know, he got a nice little apartment and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Mm. Yeah. Are you, are you close with your sisters? Yeah. Mia, there's one sister who's like a year younger than me. Me and her are super cool and close. And then I got another sister who's 10 years younger than me. Wow. And she like, she treats me like I'm like an elder. So it's really <laughs> not, I can't really be like, hey, what's up? And shoot the shit with her. Cause then she's like, always like, oh, you don't yeah. tell me what to do. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Fucking live your life. Just don't be a shitty person. Right. Right. So there's that, that, uh, that age gap that mm-hmm. keeps us kind of separate. Interesting. Right. Wow. So, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so you're married now. Married like a motherfucker. It's been, what, two years or something? It's been, it's been a full year. We got married yeah. in October. We had our, uh, our reception in April. Nice. Yeah. So, what is her family like? Her family is very small. It's just her dad and her brother. Her mom passed away when she was younger. Um, and she doesn't really fuck with, like, a lot of people in her family. So, it's... She got like friends and shit that she really considers like cousins and stuff. So right. it's real. It's it's real immediate. It's like five people. It's like a little gang. Mm. Right. Yeah. Cool. That's interesting. It's, you mm. guys kind of have that in common, I guess. Yeah. You know, she has. She also protects me too. She was like, hey, 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 don't let too many people in, like, because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know me. I talk to everybody. I'm right. like, hey, yeah, we're at this bar. We got two hours. What's up? How's your life? And she right. doesn't. She's not like that. 
She's like, nah. You are one of the warmest people I've met in this business. Because you have to be. Well, you don't have to be. I just feel like you have a more pleasurable experience. Sure. If you just go, if you just move with ease. I think Or try to move with ease. I get in trouble a lot. I fucking, I got anger issues and shit. Mm -hmm. I get, yeah. But I try to just keep it like, uh, hey, what's up? And move around. Interesting. Hey, have you been fired? From- uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I, well, it's I just had like jobs where they didn't. They ended up not needing me anymore because I wasn't value add. Mm-hmm. Like I had stuff, but I quit jobs and stuff too. I had a bunch of random. I worked for Calvin Klein. Did you ever do that job? I never. It was you and Josh and them. Me right? and Josh were doing yeah. it. And like this, guy, our friend Danny Palmer was like the the HR guy at Calvin Klein. Mm-hmm. So he just hired like a million comedians. Wendy Starling, who we had yeah. last week. That's how I met her. So like a bunch of comedians did that job. I did like, and in college I did a bunch of random tasks to yeah. try to make money. Like this woman or hired me to rearrange her house. That's so funny. <laughs> and I went what over. The that mean? My house, the arrangement of my house <laughs> has got to be changed. Well, dude, I didn't Yo. do anything. And she goes, "I'm paying you. You're not doing anything." I was like, "Oh, I wasn't sure if I could touch that. Like it looks." She's like, "Come on, dude. You know what I mean? Like but, you but, think older people don't know, but they like know you're not but, doing what shit." Would, what did she want you to do? She's supposed to tell you where to move shit. Right. Mm. And that's when in my head I was sort of like, I, I, I was supposed to declutter the space. I don't know. I used to sell my blood. I think I've talked about that before, right? You I, sold your blood? Yeah. 50 <laughs> bucks a, for a pop every three months, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah. In college. That's great. Make some extra cash. Did you ever sell plasma? Because that's different. That's right? really expensive. Yeah. Uh, but apparently it's really painful. Yeah. So you make more money, but I don't know that. What about bone marrow? That too is supposed to be. Yeah, they got. You did that? No, I never done that. That's supposed to be really painful too. Yeah, but I'm saying if you really strapped for calves, you got to go different layers, man. I I look into your girl's ovaries, dude. Yeah, Yeah. those shits are worth a lot. Ten k eggs are worth a lot. I I look into (laughs) selling my sperm, but apparently nobody wants redheaded children. (laughs) (laughs) So I was shut out of that bank. You dodged a bullet, man. There's a comedian who who did that, and he has given out so many samples that he's no longer allowed to do it. Because it's too statistically likely that his offspring will meet and recreate, and then and, and so you've got major developmental babies. disorders. Right. But now they're changing the laws, so like people who are uh, like test tube babies are going to get to know who their parents are, or who like the sperm donor. No was. matter what, right? Yeah. There's something like that I going thought on. when you turned 18, you could go and ask, but then the uh, your biological parents had to consent yeah. to that your kids oh, finding out. But maybe it, no. I, I don't really. Well, know. that happened to a friend of mine. She found out she was adopted, and it turned out her father is Richard Hatch, the guy who won Survivor the first season. Good for him. He, Good for him, right? <laughs> yeah. He was one of the Isn't he gay. Yes. So he was I guess one. It doesn't of, matter. You can be a father, dude. Yeah, he fathered like... so many children that way, and now there's a documentary about them all meeting and meeting him for the first time, and like she's in it. Wow. With like a. Dozens of other people. Or something. They better not be asking them for money, that. though. I'm like, don't fucking ask me oh, for right. shit, yo. Yeah. Well, didn't he get in trouble for tax evasion too? Like, I remember oh, that. Yeah. He's gonna know. need them kids to sell some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. He's gonna get him some foster kids. Yeah, they make money. You get a stipend. Uh, that's true. Yeah, a lot of I live with a lot of foster parents who took advantage of the system. That's what I was thinking. Cause yeah, like they that. fucking will finagle that shit. They go on trips and shit. I'll be at another foster home. Like, whoa, where'd y'all go? Yeah. And they have like a bunch. They'll have as many kids as they can. Throw them in one room. Yeah, and take the money. Right. I didn't really live in the homes that were overcrowded. I knew people who lived in those homes. I lived with like, uh, it'll be like a lady, and then like her biological kid, and then like me. But the money that she would get, it would just go right to them. 
And you I'll get wouldn't. clothes like once a year. Like I'll get twice a year. You'll get school clothes and you'll get summer clothes. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. Why are y'all saying damn? <laughs> y'all like damn. Well, you was like, damn, I got all year round clothes. Man. Could you strike? You know why I said damn? Because what? I was picturing how fast you probably grew as a kid. Because you're six five. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. But I got my, I hit my often. stride in in tenth grade. I remember, I remember coming back that summer. Like people like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. Well, Monroe, let me ask you. So what's up? you know, this is Oops the podcast. Mm-hmm. We talk about you know mistakes and stuff. Are there things that you can recall in your life that you'd be like if i could go back and change something i would change that i had uh a couple of things you brought up the tonight show so before the tonight show everything leading up to the night show was like fucking weird i had a pregnancy scare right i had a pregnancy scare and uh it was like somebody i was hooking up with we weren't really serious or at least on my end i wasn't really serious about it and i and it happened because you get this, like when you start, when you get like some sort of success, you start going, man, I'm good. I'm invincible. And then you start believing other people. Like, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't got to wear a condom. It's like, yeah, you damn right. What? Like, right. <laughs> who the that hell was, was giving the you that advice? Career advice they were giving you? <laughs> no, like the girl who I was like hanging with, like, you know, I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't bring no condom. I'm going to go get one. No, nah, it's too late. Like, I'm good. Huh. Right? Like, no, nah, did your doctor say you good? <laughs> yeah, right. I had a pregnancy scare, and that shit lasted for like a couple months. Um, what is that? So, what do you mean? Like she was pregnancy pregnant? scare? She said she was pregnant. Oh shit! Yeah, this that's whole a different thing. whole this kind of whole pregnancy thing. scare. Can I tell you that? I thought you mean. I thought you meant like she missed her period. Not no, that, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, all right. So I'm trying to tell it in a way where I don't mention her name because she stalks me still we can we can bleep it out if you do i'm not gonna it. mention her name i'm just trying cool. to like boop, 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 in my mind so uh we would all we would hang out here and there you know just like that apartment you can go over late at night after spots right. and that's what it turned into and you get i got a little bit more careless even though all my friends were like yo like stop going over there because i would tell them like yo she be letting me in splash in the guts Right, you say shit like that, like yo. Wait a minute, you don't know what does that mean? That means getting all up in there, baby. Splashing the guts, being like she lets you hit raw. Oh, see, but also finishing, finishing inside. inside. I have never heard that. Really? And I just became familiar with beat those cheeks. (laughs) That was new for me, and I like splashing my guts. No, you splash Splash in in her guts. guts. It would make more sense. Yeah, don't splash unless she's a squirter, right? And then even if she's squirting, she's not splashing in your guts. Not squirting up my urethra. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be hard to focus that stream. Yeah. My friends are like, yo, man, stop doing that shit. I'm like, like, I let her splash in them. She let me splash in them guts. So we stopped talking somehow. And then like probably like a couple months later, she hits me up like, yo, like a text message. She's like, hey, uh, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, oh, like you missed a period or something. She's like, no, no, no. Like I'm pregnant, pregnant. She sent me a fucking picture. And it was for What was her, the picture? It was her naked from the side with a fucking baby bump. What? And she was like, I'm four months pregnant. And I'm in my head like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yo, what the fuck am I going to do? Was it a nude? Yeah, yeah. What she thought a it was way be sexy to too. send. And she was like posing. And I'm like, you got to fuck. I'm not in the Jesus pregnant Christ. chicks. 
Yeah. Yeah, especially your pregnant cheeks uh, yeah, that like, you caused. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, right? What a way I'm to like, tell somebody. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, a nude. So you hadn't seen her for a while? I haven't seen her for a while. I haven't gotcha. seen her for at least, like, five months. So when she hits me with the four months thing, I'm like, fuck. I show Chloe. I'm like, Chloe, do you think this is real? And she's like, absolutely, dum-dum. That is real. That ain't Photoshop. That's a real baby bump. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like scrolling on Instagram, looking for more pictures and shit. So eventually I'm just like, look, let's just meet up. We talk. She's wearing like big clothes. I like feel the stomach. It's hard. I'm like, fuck, yo. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck. But I'm not, I like, I'm not going to run or anything. So we like have, I'm like going to Keith. Keith Robinson is yep. like my mentor. I'm like talking to all my friends. He gave me the best advice. He was just, hey, your life gets better if you have a kid, even if it's unwanted. Just welcome it. Just do your best. Just be the man that your dad wasn't by the... All my other friends like, get that bitch to sign a contract, yo. She ain't hitting you for kind of <laughs> child support. Like all, my friend, like all my shitty friends are doing that shit. So eventually we sit down. We, we like meet up and like we're talking. And then I tell her, I'm like, look, because she wants us to be together and i'm like we're not gonna be a couple but we'll be like you know like i'll definitely be in your life we'll be co-parents like mm -hmm. you know anytime you need me this and a third and she was not having that shit she was like no if you don't want to be with me i don't want anything to do with you don't fucking hit me up at all don't call me this that, and the third and now I'm panicking because you hear that shit. You're like, fuck, this chick about to have my baby. Hide that shit from me. 18 years later, I got to fucking have to do a, be on TV like, yeah, I didn't know. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. Shitty dad, all that shit. So I really like started going through like the, the motions. You know, Sarah Moore? Yeah. You know her? She read my fucking palms one time at UCB. Like she was just like, hey, can I read you like tarot cards and all that shit? And I'm like, sure, yeah. And she was like, Oh, I see that you're going through something and I just want to let you know it's going to work out and and it's going to be a bonus at the end of the shit. And literally, this is what happened. Damn. I confided in Ian Fidance one day. He was like, I know that girl. She was working on a she was working on a show because she's uh, I can say this much. She she makes documentaries. Like, she makes documentaries about veganism and all that other shit. So he was like, oh, yeah, I know her. Like, she was working on a, a show with uh, my homie. Um, She's pregnant? That ain't yours. And I'm like, word? And he's like, yeah, that can't be a baby. She was fucking with this dude, like another black guy who was, like, a producer for, like, the ASAP mob and shit like that. So I'm like, word? So I hit her up and I tell her that. I'm like, hey, like. Were you seeing anybody else during this time instead of the third? And then she was like, no. But I'm like, so I, I, I broke bro code, but I gave up Ian. I was like, well, my homie said that you fucked around with this person. Boom, boom, boom. Literally the next day she hits me up like, hey, you don't have to worry about me. And I'm like, why? What happened this time? She was like, I lost the baby. And I'm like, did you? Right. And then she said she lost the baby. And yeah. I was like. I was like, where are you? She's like, I'm at the hospital. And I'm like, well, I'll come and I'll like, I'll be there for you. And she's like, no, I'm going to work. Who the fuck loses the baby and goes to complete a shift? And and, and hold on. Not even that. But but to be that far along that she's showing. Yes. To lose a baby at that point is, is quite. It's devastating. It, I think it's very hard. So I'm like, yo, I'm not like an asshole or anything. But you do celebrate a little bit. You're like, yeah. 
Like, wait, yeah. what actually happened there? Yeah, so she did. She never told me. But did apparently, she ever have a kid? I don't think so. I don't. So she doctored she just it. Eat she, a lot. Did she I just think, like pushed out. So this is what like, I think happened. Big Burger Day. This is what I think happened. When I met up with her, she was wearing something like that with an overall thing like over top of it. So when I, t- I only touched it. I'm not like I grew up sisters pregnant and shit. You don't fucking touch their stomach. All that shit. Right. Boom, boom, boom. So Ian was like, she's not pregnant. He was like, she can't be pregnant because she was working with us and she was fucking with this dude at this time. Gotcha. During the time she said that. She's supposed to be pregnant. Pregnant women pregnant. ain't on the market getting dick. Right. Or they are, but I just don't know about it. Right? I don't know yeah. that yeah. that lane. Right. Right. That's a far less likely scenario. Yes. So I caught her on that. I was sorry if I wasn't clear in the beginning. I no, caught no, her okay. on that like, hey, so were you talking to anybody during this time and yada, yada, yada? And she didn't respond to me. And then the next day, she hit me up and saying that she was in the hospital because she lost a baby, which seemed too convenient. It was too close. It's Yeah, it's a weird timing. So, and because she works in film, it's so easy to get a fucking fake baby pouch thing. Oh, you think she was rocking props? I think so. Damn, dude. I think so. It ain't that. It ain't. She's from, like, she's not American. Right. She's, mm. she's Swedish. So, she's looking to stay here. Uh, okay, uh, that was. I think that, there was so much in it that answers the the next question I had, which was how did she possibly foresee if she wasn't pregnant that you weren't going to figure that out? Because I don't know. She probably thought I was like a dummy, and that I'd have been like she probably hit me with the I lost it anyway thing, and then got me on the back end of like you know like. I got you. We'll figure it out. Because she really wanted a family. That'll turn into a green card or a family. Yeah, she really wanted a family. Mm -hmm. That's that's what it was from the jump. It wasn't that she wanted to be with me, per se. She just wanted, like, I was was there all the time. We were dumping them guts. Dumping. (laughs) Just dump, dump. Blizzarding all over her guts. Which is a great oops. Yeah. Dumping in those guts. Dumping in those guts. Feels so much better, though. (laughs) Oh yeah, God, I, I, you know. So Dude, Jesus, and then yeah. literally after that, after that whole thing happened, my managers hit me up and they was like, "Hey, you got the Tonight Show, maybe the week afterwards." Unbelievable! Yeah, that's crazy. And that's it was the positive, crazy. Yeah, and I went out there swagged out. Yeah, like I like if you watch it, my hands in my pocket. I'm walking back and forth. Derek is in the back. You can hear Derek go, you go, boy. Because we're like, <laughs> it was like, Derek explained it. He was like, dude, it was like you graduated college, man. Uh-huh. <sighs> he was great. like, it was fucking great. He was like, I, I hated that you had to go through all that shit. But he was like, it was the biggest burden lifted off oh my of you. God. That's awesome. Dude, yeah. t- took the baby fund, spent it on a new suit. Yo, fuck that. Hell I spent yeah. the whole Tonight Show check on the suit. <laughs> <laughs> Good, So man. that's the noobs. Um... Yeah. For sure. You got lucky on that one. I got wow. lucky as shit on that Because when I tell, I, I like, my wife knows that story. And she's like, you so fucking stupid. Like, she's, <laughs> you an asshole, yo. Yeah, You're dumb. Like, everybody has a story. that, yeah. And if they don't, it's blind luck. Yeah. Like a story like that? But it's the story of getting caught up because I did have sucker energy. Yeah. I had an energy of 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to get married? You want to do this? I had that energy. Right. But I also had people going, nah, what the fuck is you doing? Right. Don't do, like, be smarter. And, like, me talking to Ian, confiding to him, and it just so happens he, like, he pulled up the ch- the picture of her and was like, her? I'm like, yeah. He's like, nah. Hmm. She ain't pregnant. She just was fucking this dude. Huh. Confidence. Ian fucking confidence. Ian fucking <laughs> finance. And he hit me. He was like, he laughed at me. He's like, you're dumb. <laughs> you're fucking dumb. Vladimir, he almost was like, I Yeah, but uh. he kind of knew about it because he was like, yo, let me ask you a question. Were you fucking with such and such? And he was like, why? Why were you doing that? She's fucking crazy. But you here, you got the first girl that's going to let you just fucking splash? I'm sorry, I keep changing. No, I love that. I like the the iterations that you're coming up with. I'm going to use all of these. Yeah, when you start, because this was the time where, Uh you know, comedy started paying. So you start going, oh, shit. So you think you're hotter. You think, you know what I mean? And I fell into that. I thought I was. I thought, okay, my success. So obviously, I'm, I'm on a new level now. I'm on a new level now. So you, you're yeah. doing dumb Feeling shit. Yourself. Was that the first woman that you'd ever, whose guts you'd ever splashed? No, I, I splashed in other guts before. But were younger, you, when you, I was younger, were you more confident that? See, I have only ever splashed the guts of <laughs> young women whom I had asked. You know, who who had? Are you on birth control? Yeah. Uh, how what what type? If That's it's the pill, do you take it at the same time every day? You asked all those questions. Oh yeah. I nah, I never. You just be like, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I splash city. You like fuck that? Right. <laughs> I mean, usually, usually the gut splashing happens uh, when you're in a relationship. Like, yes, for, it should happen when you're in a relationship. Right. But me being fucking dumb and being and thinking that. I like I'm untouchable and God is on my side and all this shit. You just don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it was. It was, it was, it would it be ego. Maybe, but I mean, if Probably. she, it, but also you sounds like you were coerced. Like yeah. you're like, you're like, Oh, should we use a condom? Like, I want to feel you inside me, baby. Yeah, but that's still mm. that shit. That was what? a very good impression of a gut. That was a, a great impression. Splashy. I was about to come a inside Julio. A gut splashy. I was about to fucking splash yeah, all I'm, in Julio. Like, I'm ah! wet. I'm wet. Guilty as being wet. Splash me, baby. Bring it on. Be like yeah. Shamu over here. Fuck did you say it like that? Like I'm good. Yeah, but it's true, man. You yeah. can get coerced in the sense that, like, they, oh, somebody like that sounds like she made it seem like you had nothing to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I would say that, but it was still for me right. to be on my guard and be like, mm-hmm. you nah, let your guard dude, down. This is different. Yeah. This is a different city. You're not from here. It's a different game. And yeah, yeah. like yeah. it was always there. Like, you know, I really want to get married. I'm not a citizen. And I'm just like, oh, you'll find somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude. <laughs> and I'm <that> dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> this is the system, I think, in my opinion. <laughs> the system to avoid that yeah. is you have to do the comedy seller passing ritual. Which is you need two recommendations from yeah. separate people. <laughs> you need to know two people who know that person, and yes. they have to be like, "She's cool," and then you're good. And you're like, "She's cool, man." Go splash away. If you can't away. do that, slide. Slosh those in because you Slosh got you got the kind of after yeah the after stamp, which was yeah. not a positive one. No, not people at are all. like, "Why would you ever mess around?" There's like, "Why?" Yeah. Like so many, like not so many people, but just Ian and fucking Vlad. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like. Yeah, you were being dumb the whole time. 
And I'm just like, you're just open. It was just like, you know, you're right. just like, oh, she's, but she's not from here. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, like, she can't be like that. She's not from here. It's like, you know, a lot of people, I guess the, the alternative to the gut splashing is the pullout game, right? Pullout game weak. And a lot of people talk about that, <laughs> right? You hear that, like, my pullout game is weak, right? Yeah. My pullout game is weak, but not for the same reason. Yeah. I often pull out too early. Oh. And then I'm like, ah, oh, shit, uh, can I go back in? And they're like, oh, okay. But by that point, you kind of, it's weird, you know? Yeah, and you then know, I'm like, like all right, I'm, I'm pulling this out. This movie should have ended already. Yo. It's yeah. Like and it's I, like the director's cut. Yeah, like a post-credit, you know, Easter egg. <laughs> he like, Wait, he goes back in? This is a Marvel movie? Yeah. You know? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. It's a little bit too long. Movie. Yeah. I, 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 I would pull out too early, and then and then you're just like kind of just jerking off yeah. weirdly, and she's watching, but she can't sustain her feigned excitement. She's just like, oh, you're going to sit here for five minutes. Yeah. That's sad, dude. So yeah, you pull like, out, and you I... start cranking it way too hard and aggressively. Yeah. You're like, yeah. nothing's <laughs> happening. Yeah. You're like, do you mind if i re-enter because it's cold i'm cold at this point yeah, and then she's like, like i'm just dry got out the pool. and you're like should we what do we what do you want what do you want to do spit you know? yeah spit oh, fucking spit, spit splashing why splashing. you say oh god because no, it's just such a cringy situation you're just yeah. trying really hard and you're like oh yeah my bad just let, let's keep going for just a couple minutes yeah that's my bad. I have weak pullout game. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah, that's a really funny Who invented spitting on the fucking, like spitting on your dick and then putting it in there? Like the first guy who was just like. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, that works. I don't really hawk loogies. <laughs> I did that for a fact. I don't really flem No it one's fucking getting all that mucus. Yeah. If you get all that mucus, that's different. Oh my yeah. God. Post-nasal drip lubricant. You get all that New York fucking green slime. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, that's tough. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm just more of like a, you know, whatever's in my mouth at the time. I'm not yeah. summoning from the depths like too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a gentle, gentlemanly. You chew some gum. Yeah, you got some gum. <laughs> I think we at we at Oops the, Oops the podcast recommend your your pullout game in a situation like this. You know, yeah. have fun with it. Pretend you're a big bad porn star. Yeah. See, try your aim out. Right. It's just as fun, and then you can tell your friends you were so cool. You're like, dude, yeah, I got her right where, <laughs> right where I was trying. You know what I mean? Like that's there's something fun about that because yeah. you don't need to. Splashing in the guts can leave to lead to months of misery. Yeah. Years. And deceit. Years. Years. And years. Or, or it can lead to the greatest thing that's ever happened to you. And that's fucking getting on a, a child. Tonight show. I will say, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, as far as the various forms of birth control go, my favorite is by far the, the IUD. It's not, not Depo. What's that? You don't remember Depo? Well, I remember when I was younger, all the girls in high school were getting the shots on their arm. In the oh, arm. I knew a girl had the Depo. patch. Yeah, no, nah, they got the shot. They just got thicker, though. It would just make them thick. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, the yeah. That was like the old birth control issue. Yeah. You were like, damn, fat. she thick as shit. Mm. Y'all said fat. We was like, damn, she thick. Because when it, when it was a skinny <laughs> I think chick. I meant pH fat. Well, <laughs> oh, no, because the girls would say that. They'd be like, I get fat. It's like so. 
Yeah. Right, no, no, word. But when it was like, because you like thick girls, I've seen. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. I yeah. like sinewy girls. With what? Half marathoners. That's, really? Yeah. Oh, you like them greyhounds? Well, I love those greyhounds. <laughs> gotcha. Where greyhounds. Where if you like, if they, if, you get a, if they get cut, it's not going to clot. That's, yeah. I like want my girl shit. to bleed out. You know what I mean? <laughs> they eat lunch standing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It would have happened to the, the skinny girls, and then the skinny girls, they, they parents put them on depot because they forget all the drug dealers coming to the house, and then they get thick. Wait, what do you mean the drug dealers coming to the I house? I grew up in areas where chicks started having sex early, and they had sex with dudes who sold drugs and made money and like rented cars and shit. So they would provide the depot? No, the, the mom would. The, the mom, mom would because they didn't want they didn't yeah. want their daughter to They're get like, pregnant. I, I can't stop you from fucking. So the most I can do is protect. Like, it protection. sounded like they were buying it on yeah. the black market, like black uh, market birth control. Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. Oh no, but that's bad because I remember like there was one birth control that was killing people. My room, like the girl who lived next door to me in college, died from taking Yaz. I remember Yaz. I've never heard of any of these. Depo and Yaz? Yaz is now back, but it's now fixed so that it doesn't kill people. Mm -hmm. Right. I the uh, I, I didn't mind the Nuva ring. I liked that one. Yeah. I, I dated a girl who was on that one for a while. Where they just have it up in there. Yeah. yeah, and occasionally, if you if you played just right, it was like that carnival game with the ring toss, and you'd and pull you out and be on your dick, and you'd be like, huh, "Well, I guess it don't work lonely. no more." <laughs> Where's my panda? <laughs> Get that goddamn baby! Oh my god, dude, that is hilarious. <laughs> That is crazy. Uh, like, <laughs> what I win? Is that a top rung prize or do I have to work my way up? <laughs> I feel bad oh that God. women have to do that because like there are side effects and it sucks. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh Chris is our laugh track. Chris oh, it's laugh. good. Terrible. Love it. Oh. I liked the Nuva ring. Yeah, but you're right. You know, it's far more onus on the woman and it's far more invasive, all those chemicals. And that's why you meet women who say, like, I couldn't take birth control because it was giving me headaches or all these yeah. things. And, and, and that's, are all fucked up, that's horrible because I think birth control is such a is such a relief for a lot of people. For men, not women. No, I think for women, too. You for, think so? I think for a lot of women, I know that it can regulate periods oh, yeah, it, it yeah, can yeah, diminish yeah. like the, the period stuff. menstrual cramps things like yeah. that um but you're, you're right even so both sides for sure. yeah would you take birth control because they you know they are they making it for men it for men yeah what is the what's the status of that i don't know the, i know it's i know it's, it. yeah you hear about whispered. it whispered they're like yo we got that shit yeah <laughs> we, got that shit. we got that pill man yeah make your dick shoot out ghosts <laughs> like the guys walking down Bleecker Street. Yeah. Yo, yo, I got that. I got that good shit. That good shit. I got shooting blanks. Yep. Trying to shoot blanks. Trying to shoot blanks. Yeah. Coke, yeah. weed, blanks. Yep. Yeah. Blank, blank. Uh, the, <laughs> got that. What is it? Uh, fucking Brendan Lee. Got that Brendan Lee. Because he died from blank. Oh, my God. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed, but I didn't yeah. know. You didn't get it? I didn't know. Yeah, I was, I was crazy. Lee the prop gun. Like the me. prop gun. Yeah. It was a blank. It was supposed to be blank, but what oh, happened? Yeah. It got lodged, and then another bullet, another right. blank, hit that, and then shit. R.I.P. Um, the <laughs> R.I.P. What was I gonna say? The uh, the the big men male birth control is the um, when you get the snip. Yeah. What's that called? A vasectomy. Vasectomy. 
But you got to be serious about that. You got to be like serious of not wanting kids to get a vasectomy. You can get it reversed, but it's not that a guarantee. Sucks. That sucks. You really keep, yeah, I don't want. I think shit. it can fail. I think you can you can reverse it and it gets it fails. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fucking tubes don't line up no yeah, more. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. invasive. So you got to be like serious to go. I never want kids, and who I get with never has to want kids. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty invasive it's procedure to me. I don't think I would get a vasectomy, but I, I heard about comedians doing it in because they were so dedicated to their career that they didn't want any chance of it happening. I mean, I don't want to say it's stupid, but I think it's stupid. Yeah. I'm like, Seems extreme. It's We're extreme. Condoms. Like, wear a fucking condom. Fucking the butt. Like, do something different. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. I have, I, that has not been a, a, a practical birth control method for me. <laughs> right. Anal. Oh. I haven't pitched that too many times. I I don't have a condom, so how about your asshole? Never done it. (laughs) Never done it. We're not having butt babies in your life. Never done it in my life. But I'm not. It's not appealing to me. Right. Mm. I'm not like, yeah, I want to stick it in the ass. But I get to look at your ass. Right. While I'm in the the coochie. You say coochie, right? Sure. Yeah. From time to time. From time to time. (laughs) They said, they're like, can I have some coochie, please? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think we should probably wrap. This has yeah. been one of my favorite episodes. This has been fun. Man. This has been fantastic. We'll have to have you back, man, yeah. because I feel like we could talk about this stuff for hours. Yeah. I've learned so much. Splashing my guts is my favorite. Don't say splashing my guts. It's not splashing well, my guts. What if my, you don't know that my volume isn't so much that it might splash <laughs> back on my guts? Maybe I'm But it has to be inside the yeah, guts. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Painting, painting the wall. Yeah. Uh, that's been fantastic. Hearing your fired <laughs> stories has been really good. Uh, Derek Gaines, excuse me, fucked. Well, we talked about Derek. <laughs> that's why I brought Derek. that up. You with Derek already? I was going to say you and Derek hair. Gaines have yeah. a podcast. Yes. Uh, no apologies necessary. <laughs> no need for apologies. No need for fuck me. No apologies necessary. It's yeah. Too many words. We can find you on social media. Yes. At Monroe Martin. At Monroe Martin. I, I, I. Because my dad is on Instagram. Oh, And he will pop up. You'll see him. Good. Yeah. Um, awesome. Thank you so much for, uh, for dropping you, in the oops, this man. It was fun. really, really it's been a pleasure, fun. Bro. I had a good time, man. Hell yeah. Thank you. you. We'll see you soon. All right.